We are live. That took a really long time. It did seem a little bit longer than normal. Uh, all right. Hello and welcome. I'm Ronky, your GM, and joining me today in order of their character avatars in Fantasy Grounds. We have Nosh, Mel, FX Engineer, Gigaman, and Rigel Kent. Today we embark on our Star Wars campaign titled Vanguard, using the very awesome and versatile GURP system by Steve Jackson Games. Not everyone can watch the live stream, but worry not. Our sessions are available on YouTube and as audio-only podcasts. You can find the links in the video description. If you find our content appealing and engaging, we kindly request that you show your support by liking this video and subscribing to our Twitch and YouTube channels. Before we dive into the action, does anyone have any character business they'd like to address? Yes, Daryl is going to put two points into brawling. You brawled? And, oh, and I he's, not brawled. Up, he's not going to pick up targeted attack bite uh, uh, groin? Nope. I think I'm just going to put it into brawling. Chalk that down to as a one-time experience? Maybe. We'll see. Weirdo. You never know when the opportunity is going to present itself. To bite someone in the groin, yes, that that opportunity. Oh, I look forward to it. Not, not. <laughs> All right, Tina. Any character business? Uh, not right now. No. Bosco. Not for today. Nim. Not worth mentioning. And luck. No, not at the moment. I couldn't figure out what to what to spend it on that I could make a legitimate argument for. Keep them for those flesh wounds. That's right. I can, you know, right now I can uh, survive 11 flesh wounds. What happens if your spaceship gets blown up? Can you flesh wound that? Um, possibly. I suppose technically for, you could. For 11 rounds, I guess? Well, no, I think, uh, I think I could make the argument for the, okay, the, the ship blew up, I used the flesh wound, so I managed to escape, and now I have however long uh, I can survive in space based off of the uh, the Stormtrooper armor. I didn't think Stormtrooper armor was vacuum sealed. Uh, yeah, I think actually it is. It, was, it surprised me. I know it has like, like pressure support, so you can have it in toxic, hostile atmospheres and stuff, but I don't know about vacuum support. Well, if it has vacuum support, then what the hell's the point of that gigantic space trooper suit? That's that's non-canon. Well, Is it? I thought it was. The space troopers? No, we yeah. haven't seen them in canon. Fair enough. I was always under the impression that they were canon. Um, all right, well, let's begin. What's this in the Twitch chat? There you go. The body glove is vacuum sealed. Yeah, has somebody already beat me to it? Because it's like uh, it's capable of protecting its wear, extreme environments, deserts, forest, icy wastelands, and limited exposure to vacuums of space. Black body glove is vacuum sealed. Cool, cool. Um, all right. Quick recap. You guys, um, last session had an encounter with the um, investigator that has been trying to track down you guys and identify who you are. The benefit of those watching the stream, I'll bring up those NPCs. Wrong NPCs. My list is growing. Our GM, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so Nara, you met up with her and she made, had an offer for you. You would do something for her, rescue someone from 
the uh, Crimson Corsair Pirates in exchange. She will turn over some information regarding you guys that will be incorrect, but it still has to be somewhat substantial. Otherwise, it'll be known that she's, you know, not doing a job. I believe you agreed to the deal and had set upon um, getting your um, your stuff ready, fixed. Um, Tina, Tina had an awesome session where she was just fixing stuff left, right, and center. By the end of the day, yeah, she had everything creepy, worked out. Man. It was super creepy. Mel's not supposed to roll like that. I know, right? And the universe didn't implode. No, everybody else had uh, 17s or 18s. So you went and fixed your ARC-170 Starfighter, and it was fully functional. I believe all your stuff is fully functional now. Yep. Um, you uh, tried to fix some more ion torpedoes. Unfortunately, you could only manage two of them. So you yeah. need to... Black and Bosco weren't uh, weren't that great at it. <laughs> yeah, they um, spent all their time on it and unfortunately didn't get as many as you wanted, but you got two. So I and that's also think... where we discovered that uh, uh, Daryl is the only one that can actually uh, buy them. The damn things. So he will potentially be pilot and gunner for these. Well, the uh, the ARC-170 is listed as having a pilot, a gunner, and a tail gunner. Uh, so I would think that either the pilot or the co-pilot could fire the, uh, the, the torps. Obviously, it doesn't matter for the uh, tail gunner because they're just going to be shooting, well, the tail gun. Oh, we had also determined that um, the hotshot pilot would also apply to the firing of torpedoes. I believe that was the, the thing because yeah. it, it didn't specifically we, cover it. I didn't say it didn't cover the artillery uh, thing, but it did explicit really reference uh, gunner. Oh, yeah, gunner missiles something. The only only other thing to keep in mind is um, if one person is doing multiple tasks, then it's a minus four for multitasking unless it's in the same category. So It'll be piloting. fine. I'm just saying. If, if, oh, no, you're right. Um, and I think we left it where you guys had fixed all your stuff and um, were then planning what exactly you're going to do, how you're going to pull this off. You do yeah, also have your the, ship. That's the great that's the great question. So we determined that the ISB agents who are coming in were coming in on uh, I believe a lambda class shuttle which we'd also determined uh, based off ligand. Those things are freaking heavily armed. Uh, too, too much surprise. Um, but the I believe the intent was we were going to try to disable it and then board and neutralize the pilot slash crew and then pretend to be them. And if the two torps did not work, then our next step was blow it up. That'll and then you know we'll blow it up and then we'll try to figure out how to pull Ronin out uh, physically uh, another way. Um, I will get a roll. Uh, if anyone has like pilot starship, 
make an IQ based pilot roll. This pilot is to starship. Oh, sorry, pilot um, high performance starship. IQ based roll. This is to see if you know some specific details about the Lambda shuttle. It's already IQ based. Is it? I thought no, it's dex based. Oh, damn it! I was looking at mechanic. There. Ah. All right. So both Daryl and Nim, um, more so Daryl. You're a lot more familiar with this. You will know that the Lambda shuttle it doesn't have an airlock or anything like that. Um, but the cockpit is detachable and can service or serve as an escape pod. Um, in situations that require it. So you might want to consider that in your your approach to hijacking this thing. Drill will share that information. You will, of course, have to do a spacewalk to board this shuttle after you've disabled it. That depends entirely on how clever we are. I can't think of any other way unless uh, that shrieker thing has like a boarding uh, thing. I don't know what that, that would be called. Uh, not boarding tube. I guess it would be a boarding tube, wouldn't it? Um, it does not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Right. So, well, our current plan is to fly right up to the damn thing and start shooting. Because I'm not exactly how, how we, sure how we sneak up on the damn thing. I'm wondering um, if Tina can do some of her magic and get us some codes. You know, some, uh, I don't know, like... I'm thinking of like the, the. I did watch Ashoka once, the first episode where the quote unquote Jedi were coming in. Well, all, my whole point is that they gave them some. Hey, here's our our codes, even though they were old, and they let them board the ship. So maybe we can try to come up with some, uh, you know, codes or permissions or whatever. Well, yeah. in, in the, well, in this case, I don't think that would necessarily work as well because these guys are. This is this is ship is not that big well it's i mean it's a legitimate idea to give them a false identity and that would be a thing but uh the issue here is they're on a prisoner pickup and they're not expecting to be approached by anybody so we'd still have to have an excuse and then you will be jamming comms and stuff like that so that's probably going to put them on alert but it might be enough to bluff our way to get close enough. I mean, that's the whole point of having skills, I think, right? We just, I mean, we try, if it works, it works, or if it doesn't. <laughs> and I guess we get blown out of space. I mean, we're like, hey, we're here for a prisoner drop-off or pick-up. And they're like, well, we don't have you on, you know, on our schedule. And we're like, well, I'm sorry, you know, last-minute thing. Here's well, our access codes. And they're like, oh, okay, well, approach while well, we're checking into it, you know. And then that gives us a chance to get closer. This is your Lambda shuttle. Um, it's not really designed to be doing mid-space pickups and stuff. You need to land that thing to change over, you know, personnels. So I'm looking at the system Fanta system uh, image. And that's where you've got the, uh, the four planets and I guess an asteroid belt. Yes. Where is the shuttle arriving at? It'll be arriving uh, at the sort of jump-in point for the, system, uh, the planet itself. Which so. is where? 
There really uh-huh. isn't a jump in point in Star Wars, though. It doesn't work. It doesn't work like uh, Traveler Jump. You do have your um, hyperspace routes, so they'll be following hyperspace routes, which take them to you know, jump in points. So they can. I'm, a, I'm assuming those are just regular navigation points. Well, in nav points, yes. It's probably Not a place where you jump in, like a like a jump point. Right. So they're just exit points on the hyperspace route. Okay. It's like so like an exit where, on a highway. Where is that in conjunction to a- Asakura, the, uh, the the or Lokia? Uh, let me bring up the or system. Or the, uh, the, the asteroid belt, because we could loiter uh, near one of those uh, to, to monitor uh, for the arrival. All right, so there's your system map. I guess if you wanted to monitor for the arrival... Um... Pref- obviously, preferably without uh, attracting as much attention as possible. Right, so if they arrive, they're actually going to arrive near Fantine itself. Okay, so, so follow-up question. So, well, follow-up question I have there is: What kind of starship assets does the Empire actually have at Fantine? Obviously, the question ultimately boils down to: Hey, we engage, we're unable to uh, jam them. How long do we have until Imperial uh, reinforcements show up and we have to blow up more more stuff? They have Tie Fighters on Fantine, so. In the event of things turning to hell, uh, ties will be launched and then they will intercept. And I think um, a squadron is 12 or might be 8. That's, that's what it is in, in the real world. It kind of fluctuates in Star Wars. I mean, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll say like, hey, yeah, uh, we're going to send a squadron and you'll see four. And be like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I think a squadron is 12 in Star Wars because the uh, Star Destroyers have three squadrons. So a complement of 36 fighters, five fighters, something like that. Don't don't quote me on it, um, but yeah, we'll say they have a squadron, whatever that squadron is. So up to 12, whatever. Yeah, the, the, the most common makeup for a Starfighter squadron is, is 12. That's what I have in my head, Canon. So we'll go with that, unless demonstrated otherwise. No, okay. I just wish they would actually have done it more. I mean, the the, the one real time you actually see them deploying the the amount of Tie Fighters they should is the Rogue uh, the Rogue One movie. So their point of entry is going to be in orbit ish of Fantine. So they're going to be in plain sight, and there's not going to be anything we can hide behind. Uh, correct. Wow, with that in mind, you know, pretending to be the ISB guys just isn't going to work then. We're just going to have to destroy the uh, the Lambda. Well, there's no... They don't have any space assets, so, you know, there's no... TIE Fighters are space assets. Right, but they're, they're not in space all the time. They don't have a cap... Uh... Uh, you're running? Not ordinarily. Ooh, these guys are terrible. Well, but it's not exactly going to take them a long time to break Atmo. That's true. It's it's like stupid, ridiculously fast in Star Wars. I mean, 
think uh think of how fast uh i want to say episode two yeah episode two with doku when he, he's like sit, sitting down and bam suddenly he's in orbit and like whoa well you, you kind of get an idea and or um there's that scene where they chase them they're in in orbit pretty quick well even even now getting to orbit is not exactly all all that time consuming but the issue here being We've got no way to ambush them at the point of entry. We have to basically leave the planet to get to them and catch them by surprise somehow. And by the point that we've been spotted, they will call for help. This so is a you need plan. Who came up with this plan? Oh, right. The GM came up with this plan. The GM suggested it. Well, GM. Nara suggested it. Oh, right. Bosco's girlfriend came up with this plan. Well... How about, I'm assuming there's other spacecraft that have reason to be flying in the area. and They're not going to get suspicious or worry unless we get within a certain range. So, I mean, couldn't we play that angle somehow? This is, this is Star Wars. Ships come and go undetected all the time. They only get detected if there's a blockade. How do you know that? Because that's how you see it in every Star Wars show. Just because nobody says, hey, there's a ship there, doesn't mean they weren't detected. So what we need to do is we need to have Tina, you know, unconsciously use the force and cloak us from the, from a view. It'll only take all of her character points and possibly cause her to pass out. Sorry, she's too busy uh, cutting up furniture with her, with her shiny new toy. Not on one of the, sh- of the ships, I hope. Oops. You... At least the ARC has ECM, so you can um, mask your your um, sensor signal or sensor image to a certain degree. And Tina was super, super depressed when we painted it all black. I know, right? So, so we have this option, which is try to go in, do a spacewalk, board them, take over their ship. Um, what's our other option? Well, uh, blow them up and find a way to, uh, you know, get dude out before the next group of ISB dudes show up. Can, Honestly, GM, can I uh, do that? We could just skip this shuttle altogether and just go in and do that. Can I intuition this? Tina's kind of sitting there listening to them argue and. I don't know if we have enough ideas to actually warrant it yet. No, well, it can be a, it's a choice between two options. So. Yeah, but well, let me let me throw this out there. Uh, what if instead of launching the torpedoes, we put them in orbit and uh, basically fire them by remote? They might get missed as junk. I don't know if that is something you can do in Star Wars. Yeah, that doesn't sound very Star Wars-ish. That sounds more expanse-ish. Yeah, but it might work. It might, but I don't think the the weapon systems have remotes anyway. Yeah, remember they're they're really weird schizo tech. It's like World War Two tech, but in space. They had remote weapons in World War Two, uh, and no, it obviously won't come with that sort of thing. You'd have to make it. Um, here's a thing: is this tactics or strategy? I think you can use both, since the number of parties involved are below a certain number. Well, obviously, I would want to use tactics, not strategy, because I have strategy land, uh, not strategy yeah, space. 
I don't think strategy applies here. And my tactic skill is three points higher than my strategy skill. Uh, but yeah, because I'm, I'm reading through the uh, the tactics thing, and it specifically has that. Uh, wait, where's where did I just see that? Uh, it might uh, allow you to start in a advantageous position. Mm. Oh, that's personal combat. I need to remember that. Oh, that's if awesome. I will. Anytime you had time to prepare. While um, while I remember, you can make a tactics roll for your planning points. Wow, that was garbage. So that's one tactic, uh, one planning point. Well, we may need it. Um, one other offering here is to spoof the spoof the base communications to the shuttle and uh, direct them to land somewhere other than the base. Uh, how we get them to do that is a whole other thing, but uh, that's a possibility. And then you can jump them on land. You do know that there are certain entities that operate in the asteroid field, um, both pirates and um, you know legitimate contractors that are mining asteroids and stuff. So there are, are locations within the asteroid field that you could go to if you had to do that the difficulty i foresee there is they would want um codes it'd be like uh, hey yeah you're being redirected to location x and they're like all right transmit your uh, your authorization code for this yeah i didn't say it'd be easy yeah so when commanding a small unit roll against tactics to place your troops correctly for an ambush uh, know where to post sentries, etc. At the GM's option, a successful role might even provide clues as to immediate enemy plans to outmaneuver enemy units, which is what I think we'd be wanting to do there. Uh, you must win a quick contest of tactics with their leader. All of this only applies when you lead a group small enough that you can give each warrior orders personally or through at most one subordinate. Thus, radio and similar technologies can greatly enhance your combat abilities or command abilities. Yeah. But, yeah. But I think, um, yeah, loitering in spot, um, watching sensors as soon as they arrive. So you could stay out of, um, you know, immediate sensor range so that, you know, they can't, they don't identify you. So uh, I don't know what range that would be. Then you could um, be jamming um, communications. So as soon as they arrive, their communications will fail. If you, uh, you know, if you let them communicate to Pantene to let them know that they have arrived, and then all of a sudden, you know, it takes them a lot longer than expected to arrive at Fantine, then, you know, TIE fighters might be, um, you know, launched, especially since they'll try and contact the shuttle and they'll get no reply because you're jamming. So you'd want to have your comms jamming up and running so, before they so arrive. We've got two people that can actually pilot. Is that correct? Uh, Daryl and Nim? Yeah, Daryl can pilot. Well, we know you, I thought most of us can pilot. I can't pilot. Tina can pilot Contragrav. I can do Contragrav and Flight Pack. Well... It's kind of up to the GM here. So if the GM wants to say roll tactics and then uh, you set up an ambush, however we get there, then we can just skip all the planning and go straight to the ambush, however we did it. 
But well, the the reason I was asking about the piloting is we're going to need to we're going to need to take both of the ships. We need to take the Arc One Seventy right. and and the Shrieker uh, because I'm going to need to deploy probably on the the Shrieker to do the the, the boarding action. Uh, and I guess Tina's our jamming person, so she's probably going to need to be on the Arc, possibly as the co-pilot. Which leaves Bosco to maybe be the uh, tail gunner and Nim the uh, shrieker pilot. Yeah, I'm. So, what is the required complement of the shuttle? Is it two? Uh, it, the absolute required is one, but um, that's for the the shuttle. The but We're I think it's pilot and co-pilot normally. We're gonna need three pilots because somebody's got to fly the shuttle. And then somebody's got to fly our two vehicles back. Yeah, we need more bodies, don't we? It's looking more and more like we just need to blow the damn shuttle up because it's like, oh, crap, we need more people. <laughs> yeah, but again, if we're going to blow the shuttle up and, and just go in and come up with a plan B, we might as well just start with the plan B. Uh, blowing up the shuttle would probably give us a little more time because they'd have to, you know, we're on a timeline of the, be, trying to beat the shuttle there. Whereas if we blow up the shuttle, then they just don't make their time and they have to call another shuttle in. So it gives us a little more wiggle room. Yeah, I guess that would work. But then you'd have to work out how to get into the Imperial facility. So I suppose that would be a point of intuit that you could use the intuition on is whether to whether or not to ignore the shuttle and break in or try to take out the shuttle. And then the GM, you know, glances over at his, his space battle notes and says, that's the right answer. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so we basically got three options. We go with Nara's plan. We go with blow up the shuttle and try to break in. And then we've got ignore the shuttle and try to break in. I suppose that's true. Okay. So, which ones are good and which ones are bad? How good are Bosco's the, uh, BS skills? Not um. What's that? What was that word? Um, world, world class. class. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, continent, continental class. I've got a 14 in my fast talk. And That's other, pretty darn good. Plus a uh, plus two for my my other thing, my charisma. No, that's lots. Of, those are good odds. All right. So and I have luck. I have luck. Use that. Yep. Okay, so GM, can I roll intuition for the three-ish options that we've got? So the three options are Brundle Assault. Yeah, Nara's plan, blow the shuttle up and break in, or ignore the shuttle and break in. So there's three. So it's capture the shuttle, blow up the shuttle, or ignore the shuttle. Okay, now I need to decide which one's the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's easy. You you glance it over over to see what uh, what your uh, notes are for this this session, and go. That's the that's the best. Oh yeah, he doesn't have any notes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's got to be some context to your intuition because you have a couple of op- or at least one option avoids combat. Um, the other options require combat. I don't think any of them avoids combat. Well, potentially avoids combat. So um, it really depends on the on the outcome that you you want. 
Because at this point, the GM doesn't know which option is best for you. Well, the optimal outcome would be that A, what's his nuts is rescued uh, successfully and is not immediately picked up again afterward. And B, we are not implicated in, in the uh, rescue of him. Oh, we're totally going to be implicated. Well, your group, your unknown group will be implicated post any sort of thing. Um, but in terms of identifying stuff, if you start talking your way in, trying to bullshit your way in, then um, Bosco is going to be identified at the very least. Depending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's that, not... that guy that that guy that tried to bullshit his way into the thing and walked out with the prisoner. Um, yeah, they'll at least have a face. And then since Bosco's famous, it won't take long to put a face to a name. Well, we yeah, need to dress him up like a raccoon man. Or, you know, I guess Bosco doesn't, he really does not like the Imperials at all. He's willing to sacrifice his quote-unquote life or career. Not life, uh, dying, but in terms of his business and all that stuff and give that up and go into hiding and just go in with the rebellion full time. Technically the rebellion gets... hasn't officially been formed yet. Yeah. Or you know, the well, what's whatever we have going on with But that would clash you know, with his greed. Maybe. Maybe he'll just go all full on mercenary and embrace his dark side. I guess you could also potentially use contacts for information. You know where the shuttle's coming from. So not exactly lacking information here. So you could find out when the shuttle, you know, the exact time the shuttle is due to arrive. Um, also, I want to double check something really quickly. Uh, we sh could, hmm, I'm not sure how anybody would know this information, but I'm wondering if, uh, the, uh, the the shuttle, if it's using the hyperlanes, that means it's doing a number of jumps. It's going from point A to point B, and then point B to point C, and such like that. Oh, so, you're thinking so intercept somewhere else. Intercept it outside of Fantine at the uh, before it uh, makes the jump to Fantine. Okay, so that would be. Let me bring up. The but map. I don't know who would know. I don't. I was looking at the contact list, and I don't know who we would learn that from well you could um i uh, think you you well, know you where that together if you knew where they were coming from didn't she tell us where they were coming from and yes. i don't remember if she did i mean specifically the shuttle is coming from said, where jim just said she did so you know where you know where the shuttles well you don't necessarily know where it's coming from but you know where it's going to yeah, it's going to point. the point is where it's coming from will tell us how it's going to get here but they will be using the hyperspace lanes and i think uh kalinda is the um the entry point to to get to fantine so i guess you could intercept at kalinda what's there it is an astronomical object loaded kit in the mid rim uh Wow, it doesn't exactly give you a lot of information there, does it? Kalinda system. Okay. Uh, six planets, dispersed asteroid belt, uh, one planet, uh, habitable Karima, uh, strategically located between corporate sector. Oh, wait, this is, this is clearly legends. Uh, there's nothing. 
as far as I can see, there's nothing major there. Well, if we're going to go to fisticuffs, uh, that'd probably be a better place to do it. Six planets. Uh, let's oh, see if hey, there's anything on the planets. Hold on. It actually references an old Western game source book I have. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me let me quickly try to find that puppy. Yeah, here's hoping it doesn't come apart in your hands. No doubt. Ironically, I remember using this one a lot, too. Okay, so this is canon. Oh, canon and legends. Um, the planet Kirima. Um, yeah, Kirima is a lone habitable planet in the Kalenda system. Um, the capital is Varena City, and it is the headquarters of a manufacturing and export company. There is nothing significant other than that. Well, that sounds like at our least best until bit. after the Battle of Endor. So you could do that. You could intercept it, Kalinda, if you wanted to. I vote for that because both of the vessels have uh, hyperspace capability. That so would. that uh, makes it less observed. We still have issues with the ambush, but we can hand wave that. Then we still need to get. Uh... So we're going to have to take people alive in there so we can get codes. And we're going to have to actually get those codes. Yes, it will I be will important to, to disable people. it. I will try to take people alive. I'm not going to guarantee anything. Hmm. Is Nim capable of uh, hyperspace calculation stuff? Yeah. Okay. He's not super good at it. It'll be fine. So let's go to Kalinda and blow up a shuttle. I mean, capture a shuttle. Sure. So then that means Bosco will have to be dressed up like a ISB agent and probably Tina too. Uh, I also I wanted to throw it out there. Um, Bosco is trained in navigation, space and hyperspace navigation. Um, just some stuff he picked up along his smuggling career, um, and he has very basic piloting skills. Like he knows how to go on autopilot, but he doesn't really know how to do any fancy maneuvers. But he can fly from point A to point B. But he well, is trained in navigation. I'm a I'm a decent pilot. Pilot uh, hyper or hyperspace nav. I can do. Uh, I've got ten. So it's possible if I take my time, I can I can get us there. Um, side note: What I'm thinking is, uh, if we successfully take the shuttle, what we're probably going to want to do is take the fighter, put the people in the fighter that aren't going in the shuttle and then have the shuttle shoot up the pirate ship and leave it. Okay. Not a terrible idea. Hate to lose it, but, uh, well, we didn't exactly pay for it, so... You don't necessarily need to shoot it up. Well... What's the benefit of shooting it up? They were shot up. It looked more involved. Yeah, you could just park it into deep space, get the coordinates, and, you know, go pick it up later. Park it on an asteroid. I don't mean to pick it up later. I mean, leave it as evidence. Brother, gotcha. Yeah, we could still we could do that. Uh, we could also still do the uh, you know park it in deep space uh, and then come back if we don't end up needing to use it as evidence. But if we do have it as evidence, we can always point in that direction. Mm. Right. Okay. So it sounds like we have plan is forming twelve percent of a plan. So let's 
jump into it without bothering for the the other uh, math is hard. Was that 80, 88%? 88%. No, 88 Yeah, math I think is hard. the other 90%. It'll be fine. Wait, right. did you never do her uh, her intuition thing that she wanted to do? Well, I mean, it sounds like we don't need it now. We have a, a an option, like something 12%. that sounds good. Yeah. Cool, cool. Good, because the GM didn't know which option was better. Now you have to roll just to go, okay, GM. <laughs> just to mess with him. Just turns out, surprisingly, the best option is the one that you just 12 percented. All right, so intercepting it, Kalinda. Going to try. All right, so I will, uh, I'm assuming, um, who's in what ships? So type it into the chat, which, let me create a note. I think we were going to end up with uh, Nim and Tina in the Shrieker. No, Tina, Tina's our uh, our uh, uh, jam chick. She's going to be in the uh, the Ark. It's going to be Nim and Luck in the the Shrieker. Okay, so the fighter disables the shuttle, and then we come in to board. Unless the two uh, unless the two shots miss. Uh, in which case we come in to help. <laughs> right. All right. So who's on the arc? I think we got Daryl as the pilot, uh, probably Tina as the co-pilot slash uh, jamming. I don't know what that thing is. Uh, and then Bosco on the uh, tail gun. Do you have a, you got gunner beams, right, uh, Bosco? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can make it work. If we need the beams, uh, it's already gone bad anyway. Uh, do we not need Daryl to be the uh, co-pilot? Well, I guess can the pilot gun the? Uh, yeah, as torps? far as I know, I don't know. I, I I don't see why not. It would be weird if he couldn't. Well, not that. I, I yeah, that 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 does bring to mind. Can the uh, the pilot on an Apache uh, fire the the weapons? Well, that's a yes. completely different situation. They can. The gunner sure can actually that. fly the fly it too. Well, I know the gunner can fly it, but I don't know that the uh, the uh, pilot can gun. Yes, the pilot Take... can gun. As long as it's connected to the the crew station where he's at. Yeah, I, I've I've I, done a lot of hours in the DCS Apache, so kind of figured. But uh, I don't think that's always true. Like uh, it may be true of an Apache, but it's not necessarily true of say a Tomcat. Which is also in DCS. Yeah, I don't have that much experience in Tomcat. I don't think I don't think the uh, co-pilot can fire weapons. Um, I think it's all actually, looking at the ARC-170, uh, it says the ARC-170 was manned by a crew of three clone operators: a pilot, a forward gunner who operated the wingtip-mounted lasers, and a tail gunner who operated the rear-mounted cannons. Uh, fighter also carried an astromech droid to perform onboard repairs and navigation. It was also possible for the pilot to operate the wingtip laser cannons if a co-pilot wasn't available. There you go. All right. So, do I have that correct in the list there? Uh, Luck's not going to be a co-pilot. At best, he'd be a gunner. Yeah, whatever. Gunner He's slash the other boarding guy. team. But yeah. Right up. Okay. All right. Extra. Sweet. What's next? We get them. Now we, what's next is we roll a bunch of 17s and, and the stupid thing escapes and we go, crap, what now? 
Well, we don't want to be inconsistent now, do we? That's true. So you roll your hyperspace navigation and fly into a star. No, no, it won't be that like that. It's like we'll get into the we'll get into the 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 void fight, and Daryl will roll a seventeen on the uh, the, the first uh, torpedo thing, so that thing won't come close to hitting. And then he'll roll another seventeen on the second one, and we're like, crap. No, I'll probably do an eighteen, and we'll we'll blow ourselves up. All right, so I don't need the Fantine system map. No, now you need the Kalinda map. Where's the Kalinda map, Brian? Come on. Bite me. <laughs> Black hole appears right next to you. Space rocks fall. Everyone dies. Right. Screen's organized. Let's do this. Right. So first up, I'll need a pilot space roll, or pilot starship roll from each of you. And I'll need a navigation hyperspace. Well, my pilot seems to have taken uh, taken a breather. He's he's up there going, okay, I think I do it this way. Well, we're trying to fail. Yeah, you guys have all the hyper the, the the navigation hyperspace stuff on 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 the the arc because I think Daryl, Tina, and Bosco are good at or are competent with uh, that. Well, we can share that information, can we not? You can. This is why we need an astromech droid. Wait, no, I'm never going to say that. Uh, uh, Luck doesn't like astromechs because it's a droid. You need to have R5. Would it be reasonable to assume that there's uh, some sort of bonus to gunnery skill from the targeting systems? I believe... Um, Probably a nav computer as well. I believe that's all taken into account. Okay. I'll look in the space. FX is going crap, crap, crap. I'm not going to hit anything with this tail gun. <laughs> well, you'd only be using the tail gun if someone's following you, and you don't want to be in a situation where someone's following you because then something's gone wrong. What are you talking about? We're going to get out there, and there's going to be like a crap ton of ties for some reason. Moth Panaka wants to make sure that this prisoner is picked up. Without any problem. Moff Panaka is on the uh, shuttle. What a twist! Wouldn't that be funny? We arrive in the middle of an ongoing space battle. But make it so. There is there is a little bit of a twist. You'll you'll find out soon enough. Right. You apparently need to make a pilot check there, Daniel. And I guess you can use um, Daryl's navigation. Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on that. Wow. All right, there's no crashing. There's no running into stars. You will light speed to the Kalinda uh, system. I guess you're going to loiter at the, um, the sort of entry point to the, uh, what are they called, hyperspace lane or route? Hyperspace lane or route? I think it's route. I think that is probably what we were going to do, yeah. And... I guess you will be doing active ECM to mask your signatures. Uh, so that is, if you have the skill electronics operation uh, EW, you can make a roll. Mel dies. Uh, Tina does not have that one. I thought you had that one. Nope. She's got communications and four shields. She has yeah, electronics repair points. EW. Yeah. Daryl has doesn't have that skill either. Uh-huh. Well, then you can roll it on default. Good thing you're smart. And you got smart people with you. 
So that defaults to. Let's see, IQ minus five, electronics repair, same minus five, engineer electronics minus five. Does this also, do they default to each other? No, I don't think they do. Ah, they do. They default to one another at minus four, within reason. So comms would probably be within reason. Yeah, that'll work. Oh, fine. Okay, 13 minus four. Well, I guess you could take your time. Yep, you yeah, one up on uh, Tina. She's only got a 12. All right, GM. Well, uh, Darrell will take his time. Perhaps knowing that he might have to do this, he would have taken time. Okay. So what shall we say? Does that bring the modifier down to a minus two? Or? Well, it depends on how much extra time you're taking. Uh, I will assume you can take up up to the full plus five so roll and see how much you need what's the base time um it doesn't say oh it'll it'll only rarely actually say i think the base time is going to be i'd just be the like space really combat just... turns mm, that's probably reasonable booyah good, good god there we go four didn't need nice. time you're like, I know how to do this. You push this button that says Raspberry Jam. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's not going to end up being a critical success. It'll just be a success. No, three and four are always criticals. Uh, a four wasn't if you don't have enough. No, three and four but, are always uh, criticals. I might be wrong about that. So that's a critical success. There's a, there's a part of me that really wants to look that up, and the other part of me knows I shouldn't. He's a leaf in the wind. All right, so you are successfully masking your um, your signature. So you have your the EW systems on the Arc Fighter doing their job. You're not actually jamming communications at this point, but you are making yourself a very difficult sense of contact. Uh, Tina will take the time and go ahead and start prepping for signal jamming. Go ahead and... Um have everything ready to go. I don't know if that would count towards extra time or not, since we're going to be waiting. Let me bring up Bill's really awesome map. Um, I'm not sure Bosco can, because he is a tail gunner. I don't know if you have access to that. With regards to uh, Bosco's point about, you know, maybe trying to perform comm rolls. Right. But I'm not positive. It It, 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 it may be something that is uh, doable yeah i don't know i guess if the the tail gun is like a little hot seat that i jump into yeah there's probably li literally back and forth now it is literally a tail gunner position it's you know you're facing the back oh hey here we go hold on there's my tickets i was just about to look for something like that yeah this is this is set up like a, a world war ii bomber looks like so there you can probably move around back and forth between them not much uh because you do see not easily in, uh, but can. yeah now, yeah, now you're trying to trying to figure out how, how do you use this again yeah it's like you ask for this uh this thing brian i was like i, I was looking at him going how did i use this again <laughs> i don't think you uh you only need your ship on this i think well no yeah, no you'll need both you don't need your ship on this so that would be the target, and the target is advantaged. Right. 
that's if he's behind you. Or if you're behind them, then... I guess? Advantage is just you've outmaneuvered it in some some way. It could be like, you know, you're above it, you're you're below it, whatever. All right, well, we have both tokens there if need. So at the risk of opening up a can of worms, so they're going to pop in here, then their plan is to jump to Fantine. So how long do they need once they pop in here to actually make those calculations and go to hyperspeed or light speed or whatever it is? Well, I think they have a few minutes to calculate light speed um, and then they need to get to the the entry point to the hyperspace lane remember traveling through hyperspace isn't like dust and crops so you'll be you'll be loitering around the entry point to the um, fantine system and apparently they're not going to be able to detect you all right so we'll go to the start of space combat uh yeah in the engagement you have ambush and surprise uh Contest, contest of tactics, whatever. Uh, vessels on an ambush side will have surprise crews. And the GM may also rule that the encounter will take place at a shorter distance than usual. Um, the scale itself is going to depend on their, uh, or the, the, the we'll vessels, do... their, their, their velocities. We will be doing the uh, on standard scale 20 seconds okay so typical engagement range is 200 to 20,000 miles which we know is flat out wrong in star wars because they are always within visual range in star wars actually there is the close combat scale 20 to 2,000 miles okay so let's use the close combat scale and it is still 20 seconds. Okay, turn length, that is 20 seconds. What's our, what are our speeds? Like, how fast can we go? Uh, I think your speed is, well, according to the... Wait, I know, let's look in the vehicles thing and pull up the, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry, Nim, I just killed us both with a errant black hole. Yeah, you need to stop that. That share? Uh, I don't see anything. Who are you I'm sharing it with? Someone? Not. Oh, hey, oh, there's I a do thing. See something now. So, according to the Wikipedia, um, you're at two thousand. You have two thousand six hundred g acceleration, but I don't know how accurate that is. I don't. I don't think there's any reference to speeds in Star Wars anyway. Yeah, that I doesn't they, look they, right. What doesn't look right? Was it not supposed to be acceleration first and then top speed? No, no, that's so that's your space G and then atmospheric speed. Oh, right. Okay, they do it different. Right. That's from the complete cross sections. Yeah, so they you know, I I'm firmly of the opinion they're just making crap up because mm-hmm. we don't actually see any of this speed except when they are leaving uh uh, or you know, uh, leaving Atmo and going into space, or going from space to Atmo. Otherwise, it just looks like World War II planes uh, with their speeds. It happens at the speed of plot. Yep. But yeah, Wikipedia has two thousand six hundred G, which is like insane. I think that's faster than um, Star Trek's 
impulse. Well, on the bright side, the Lambda is only capable of 1400 Gs, so we're faster. So I guess it's relative. Now the stream's going to get bored as we try to remember how to use yeah. the, the, the spaceship's combat stuff. <laughs> right, surprised crews, that would be for the Lambda. If the vessel's crews are surprised, see blues, some crew may be in the wrong place, for example, not at their action stations. Although in this case, I'm not sure how that would really apply. It would be, I will say, you can approach from an advantaged position. Yeah, that, that probably works best. So space combat is fought in a series of space combat turns that range from 20 seconds to 10 minutes long. You said this is 20 seconds? Correct. Uh, each spacecraft takes its turn in sequence. Till all vessels are okay. That it it Steve, uh, sequence in which spacecraft act is up to the GM. We'll do the uh, default, default order. starting is the speed of each pilot who was controlling each vessel at the start of the battle. If pilots have the same speed, the lowest SM spacecraft goes first. That would you both have the same size modifier, so uh, break further ties with a die roll. <laughs> we'll use your speed. Yeah, you know what's 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 really funny is like if you think about that, that's really kind of potentially broken because if you have a guy who's like basically the dude who's who's flying the star destroyer and he has a base speed of eight and up against the X Wing guy who's got a six, how the hell does the the the, the star destroyer go first? Oh well. Alright, um, so the tasks we have, we have command tasks, engineering navigation pilot electronics operation and gunnery and we will do them in that order so command tasks is one character is the commanding officer um i guess that's going to be luck whoever has leadership yeah yeah that would make sense for luck to do that yes so um okay yeah so i could do Ah, well, then I can do the tactics there. I don't necessarily need them for co-pilot. Uh, well, we're not necessarily uh, engaging at first, right? I'm assuming we're just station keeping, but uh, but we'll be there in case we're needed. All right, so you may do your command task. Right. Ah, right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so you can do leadership, motivate, uh, ship handling, or tactics. Yeah, I'm looking through there, uh, see what those do. Um, I don't think leadership is that particularly useful in this case. Uh, uh, I'm not going to use motivate because that would be ship handling. Um, ship so handling, really space tactics. tactics. And that is a success by two, so I may choose offensive tactics, reduce the target's dodge. Uh, I'm going to use offensive tactics and reduce... The targets dodge by one. Although thinking that through, is that only that going to only apply to uh, to Nim? I don't know why it wouldn't apply to everybody. Yeah, it'll apply to everyone because you'll be okay. saying, "All right, you need to come in from the blank, whatever, in the blind spot, engage there." And yeah, the lambdas are really their sensors are really weak at the at the stern, uh, so you'll do stuff like that. All right, so we have engineering tasks. So that would have to be, that could only be done by um, Tina. 
appropriate uh, for that right now. Or, well, if you only be, you will be. So I think you're going to be at an advantage position. Uh, engineering tasks. So you have increased power, allocate power. I think we can ignore that one for the moment. Navigation yeah. tasks. Um, point of uh, point of order. You said you're using the close scale. Uh, the shortest. Uh, it, it is zero point blank, point blank, close and short. So you'll start it short, and I'll move them into the center. Uh, and for the gunners, you'll note I actually put the, uh, the the range modifiers on this. I was pretty happy with this, and we used it one time. <laughs> well, it's getting use again. Yay! Two times. How many years in between? <laughs> Many. Yep. All right, so navigation tasks. You have tactical navigation, which can give you a plus one to the pilot skill. Um, you're not doing any FTL. So the only real task for the navigator is a successful electronics ops sensor or navigation space skill will give the pilot a plus one to skill. Okay, is that me or Nim or... Who's rolling that? The navigator. Well, Whoever's rolling the navigator. It'll be Tina. Station. Yeah. And I'm assuming, at this point, I'm assuming the Shrieker is not entering into combat because you don't want to destroy the, the shuttle. You want to board it, right? So I am planning on keeping up, and I will be there to wingman if we need me to wingman, but I'm assuming that that's not going to happen. Okay, so for the purpose of combat, you're not going to be there we go. involved. Right. I'm 17. back, baby. <laughs> All right, so you do not give the, the pilot a plus one to his roll. Do you happen to have a handling rating for the uh, Shrieker? Uh, let's see. I did not. I did not do the Shrieker. What? So... It's probably going to be 2-4 because you're the same size modifier and everything as the arc. That's cheating, but I'll take it. Uh, so sensor tasks. You need to... Whoever's doing the sensors, uh, in this case, will be uh, Tina or perhaps Bosco. Does Bosco have electronics up sensors? Um, no, I have comms. Comms. Electronics operations comms is all I have. Uh, okay, so if Tina's doing this, this is going to be at minus four. Tina does not have says... ops for sensors either. She's got comms and four shields, and that's it. Sorry, minus two. Navigation and sensors are closely related, so it's only minus two. So you don't have electronics ops sensors? Tina does not, no. All right, so Daryl actually... would have Who it. Actually... Yeah, you know, has yeah. electronic ops sensors. All right, so you will be at minus four to do this because um, piloting is your primary task. And, and you don't have to, right? I mean, he could choose to do one or the other or round or both. Right, but he'll need to fly. Yeah, he so cannot pilot. Can so I'm piloting or I'm doing electronics op or both? You're doing both because the others don't have the skills. So yeah, I'm at minus so I'm at minus four for the electronic ops sensors? Yes. You're at minus four to whichever you want to do second. So like you do your whatever your main task is and any additional task is at a minus four. 
Okay, here we go. Well, you don't have to do a comps or Well, you do need to detect them. Um, you get a plus five for the size modifier, so you're at succeed by two so far. You're at, um, was it short range? Establish a range? I think we established short range. That's the max, but if you're, I'm trying to, yeah, you know, confirm that. Uh, so you're at minus four, so you'll be at minus two, and your sensors give you, uh, let me see, where's your sensor suite? Uh, I think it's plus seven. Yes, plus seven. Plus seven to which? Your thing. So you succeed by, you'll succeed. Okay. I don't know the exact amount you'll succeed by, but you'll succeed because you'll you'll be at plus plus five, plus seven, minus eight. Well, I think we already know they're there, so we're not trying to detect them. We're maybe trying to get well, more detailed. Well, you still you still need to detect them. You, you need to you need to pick them up on the sensors so you can target them. But uh, side note, uh, you know how on the uh, party sheet we there's the thing where it will. Uh, collect everybody's inventory and and output how many of what the group has we need that for skills yeah D, &D has that and it's quite useful does it yeah the gm oh, can the gm can actually roll off the skills as well so if the gm wants to roll perceptions for everyone secretly the gm could do that well, that'd be nice for the gm to be able to look at the party sheet and say oh nobody has that skill and they can do that too. So, um, all right. So you will have succeeded in detecting them, and you will identify them. They have a uh, imperial transponder, and lo and behold, it is shuttle Tidarium. <laughs> Apparently, this shuttle gets stolen and captured and stolen a few times in the Star Wars canon. It's very bad luck. All right, so the next task is the pilot task. You have a closing maneuver, um, controlled drift. I don't think that's anything that you'll be doing. Uh, evasive action, hold course, and retreat. So you'll probably want to be doing a closing maneuver. And yes. there are two strategies on the closing, uh, which is dedicated, where you get a plus three on the pilot check, but you can't dodge until your next turn. And the other is ambush. You may use this option against a target that performed hold course or a closing maneuver on its last turn, but only if your vessel was not yet detected. I'm going to assume that they are holding course and you are not detected. Okay. So your sensors, you'll get the same. You'll be at plus five, plus seven. So what's that? Plus, you're at plus 12. And then you're minus eight for the the range. So made it by zero. So you will pick them up on your scope as well. Otherwise, use the normal closing rules. What are the closing rules? Uh, you must accelerate fast enough to receive an acceleration bonus or be making a fast pass. Contest the pilots. Yes. Uh, yes. Otherwise, success for me requires winning a quick contest of pilots with the target's pilot. You both add maneuver modifiers. So, however, if he picked the ambush one, then the effects of both your own and your target's acceleration bonus are halved for the uh, the thing. 
my god, 2600. What the hell is that in a bonus? What are we close scale? 22nd, it's 10G for plus two, page 55. So every 10 That's G's right. of acceleration gives us so a plus two. So you're saying Daryl has a plus 260 to this roll. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it relatively, relative G's. But he's so, got a he's got a plus two hundred and sixty. I've never seen anything like that. So we'll say you have a plus plus four versus their plus two. And and does the handling of this ship yep. do anything yep. with that? It adds to your your roll. So what is my what's the plus four that you're giving me? What what's that about? Um, the acceleration bonus of your ship. Deceleration bonus. Acceleration plus four. All right. So you'll be at plus total of plus six to your roll. He should be at plus two hundred and sixty-two. I'm not doing math like that. That would be wow. awesome, though. Margin crit by sixteen. Nice roll, dude. Okay, so they're at plus two. Um, that is my thing. I wonder if Mel's dice actually are dependent on Nosh being here. <laughs> There's some hoodoo going on, I'm telling you. So they succeed by they succeed by six. So he beat him by ten, in which case he may combine advantage and an attack vector. So we will still be advantaged next round. What's an attack vector do? It means I think that we can uh, back. It's uh, if it, it's on page fifty-seven for range. Oh right. So he'd have to, once we get in, well, does that put us at close? I think that puts us at close. Um, well, example it, it the depends on scale, the attack vector is close. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you'll be there, minus four. All right, so the next task is weapons fire. Now, this will happen simultaneously. They get to shoot at you, and you get to shoot here. at them. Yeah, cool. I will actually roll for that. So they're going to be at a similar, so they're minus two because of your ECM plus your roll. So they're at, okay, so they will have detected you. Boo. Hey, Daniel. Yes? You need to make a pilot test too, don't you? Did I not? Oh, is this a new one? No, it's, did you actually make one? Um. Yeah, you can make one. You didn't make one. Oh, we didn't. We didn't actually get to that yet. Yeah, we did. Daryl just made his pilot test. I mean, we we only just got there. I yeah. I made another pilot check earlier. Uh huh. Uh, you did. But I was going to assume that the shrieker is not actually in the combat, unless unless needed. It up. I might be out of position or something. Not that you know. I want to do that to myself. What the hell? Or I'll just waste that. Another four. This is totally going to bite us in the butt, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to fail and get shot. Well, Daryl has rolled two criticals tonight, and now Nim has rolled a critical. And ironically, the two of the criticals were pilot tests. All right, so you're doing a ballistic attack? Yeah, but I'm not sure what the velocity is on this thing. Uh, it probably fast. has to be like a, a super missile. So... Um, I think the base relative velocity you're in close is one. Yeah, according to that table on 
59, page 59. All right, so the relative. Yeah, so then raise it up to the minimum. So it's either 50 or 100. I don't know why it's 50 or 100. We'll say 50. Use the first lower value if the target is a point blank or short range, or if the attacking spacecraft's last turn's maneuver was to retreat. So I guess we use the... Wait, we're close. Why is it point blank or short range? Because what about close? Or maybe that's point blank to short range. It, it, it legitimately says point blank or short range. And now I'm super paranoid that I screwed up my uh, my ranger or my uh, my range stuff there and <laughs> got the wrong ranges. Um, in any case, that is going to hit this turn. So. Um... Daryl, you can Base roll your... skill is artillery guided missile for missiles or artillery cannon for guns. We add the target SM. Uh, so you said that's five. five. Minus... No, you don't actually have range for guided missiles. Add the attacking gun or missiles S accuracy, page 68. Is this Daryl who's firing guided missiles? It is You're drill. the only one that actually has it. <laughs> and so plus five for size modifier five. Um, what is the, okay. So it says uh, page 68 for the accuracy uh, depends on tech level. So for example, a TL-12 missile has accuracy at five and this is going to be an 11, TL-11, right? Correct. So what is an 11? It is a 20 centimeter. Uh, as well, so okay, TL uh, minus eleven eight. minus eight, so plus three. Do you not so, have uh, the, the spacecrafts uh, thing, uh, Nosh? I do not. I'm gonna try to copy that then. And range would be minus four. So you're minus four for range. You're plus nine. No, sorry, plus seven. Or SM no, plus scaling. eight. Or size modifier and um accuracy so you're you plus streamlined four. target yes minus one if attacking his front or rear hull and that's probably what is likely happening do they okay. have any defensive ecm they do not mm -hmm. All right, so right. they have to dodge Roll if uh, da -da 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 dodge piloting skill divided by two plus handling plus dodge modifiers, which that is going to be nothing in this case because they didn't do any of those tactics. Did you not? Uh, did you not ah, do the tactics? You're right. Thing? You are correct. So that's going to reduce it by one, maybe. Let me double check. Yeah, so it reduces the dodge tactics, by one. Uh, yes. So that's going to be plus the handling. So the dodge is eight here's minus one. Here's, here's where Rocky reflexes. rolls a three. Yeah, if they have combat reflexes, that does uh, that does apply. Okay, so the dodge is going to be eight after your minus one penalty. Are you firing both missiles or one? Oh, wow. Why not both? Here's where Bronky rolls a three. Well, or not. I forgot to put the ads in there, the mods. Do you have to roll twice? I don't know. Do I? I'll assume not. All right. Scratch. No, it's, no. it depends on their rate of fire. 
two to four so, shots yeah. is plus zero bonus. Score one extra hit per recoil, per for a multiple recoil. All right, so you succeeded by lots of missiles. Both missiles would have hit. And kind of damage are we talking here? Jim's like, that's a good question. Let's take five. Nuclear. <laughs> that would be about right. We, we go, whoops. Well, you don't actually have, you're not actually doing damage because you're using yeah. um, surge. I don't think the spaceship actually has ion. Well, I suppose the GM has to make a decision here about whether or not it's going to succeed or is able to succeed or not because they both hit. Let's do this. I don't see Ion on there. I am glad that second roll was not your, your dodge because that that would have meant that both of those missiles missed. And then we would have just you know, lost it and laughed. All right, so we will assume that that has... I don't know what the damage is for Ion weapons, exactly how that works. So I'm going to assume that they... Surge work? Well... Uh, these are torpedoes, and they're meant for larger ships. So, your damage is 60 times 5. Actually, no. Wow. 8D times 1,000. If a surge attack does any penetrating damage, the ship must roll versus health. On a failure, uh, make one extra system damage roll in that hull section. Ignore the result if the system's rolled is on blah, blah, blah. A critical failure, all systems in that section except those mentioned above are disabled. Oh, so we do have to do actual damage. All right, so the damage of the missile is 8D times 1,000. Okay, I'm going to go 8D and we'll multiply Oh, no, you should totally spin up a thing just to see what it looks like. Quick combat thing. That's crap. a lot of damage. That's a 32. Holy crap. Um, Is that for one missile or both? That's for one missile. <laughs> um, we may realize that, oops, these things are a little uh, over-amped. <laughs> Daniel you over right. Master. Yeah, because you know, Daniel was right. These things are designed for like taking out capital ships, and it's like, oh! Does it have shields? Not anymore. <laughs> it does have shields, but no, not anywhere near that sort of that sort of value. Oh man, we blew it up on accident. <laughs> no, because ion don't do damage. That would have been so funny though. Actually, now did it just put enough electricity through that thing that it killed the pilot? The entire crew. <laughs> that would be interesting. In any case, you fire your missiles and they will disable the ship, except it gets to fire back at you. They have a lot of weapons. They only have one weapon that can fire backwards, though. And it's uh, small. It is small. Where's my thing? Yeah, I kind of. Uh, although I know we looked at that last time and it said it had all these guns on it, but I kind of wonder if they're not personal scale. No, no, you can actually... Where, where's the image? Uh, okay, it's 4D divided by 5 damage. Rate of fire of 1. So they will shoot at you. They're at the same range penalty, so minus 4. Um, size modifier, so they're going to be at plus 1. And the accuracy of their weapon is... Where's the accuracy table? 0. Is that right? zero. Okay. Uh, that's still going to be hit. So, Daryl may attempt to dodge. 
Um, that dodge is at your pilot skill halved, round down. Any mods? You will get the handling of you your ship. Reflexes. Okay, so handling and anything else? Defensive ECM. How many systems does this thing have? One. So. So that's an additional plus one. Do you have uh, combat reflexes, uh, Nosh? Nope. He does not. What's your pilot skill? Uh, Fifteen. So seven plus two, nine plus one for your ECM. Um, ten. So ten. You have a dodge of ten. That's a pretty decent dodge for a vehicle. Well, right on the money. Just so, made it is made it. Uh, Imperial weapons are green. So there's pew, pew, pew of laser fire that sort of uh, heads in your direction. And you just, what is it? List slowly to the right. He's, yeah, okay, with a success by zero. Yeah, he's like, eh. Um, and it'll miss. And I guess that will that will end the, the space combat portion of and this they since shoot, they will be... They shoot and then his, uh, his torpedoes slam into it. And the shuttle will begin to drift. All right, Nim, I need you to put me in position. All right, I can close all these now. You know, using Star Wars rules, it's disabled. Using GURPS rules, I am fairly certain you, you know, that thing is, is destroyed. <laughs> Space junk. It's never coming back. Actually, there might be ion weapons in, in some of the other spaceships books. Well, what does surge damage actually do in GURPS terms? I don't recall. Scroll up. Uh, I, put, I posted it in there. Did you? It, but you know, oh, it's right. just like any damage that gets through causes the the electrical. So it is presuming actual damage. Right. Well, as much uh, as much surge damage as we did to that thing, there's probably not an electronic device on that ship that's uh, at all serviceable at this point. Yeah, that's going to be bad for us as well. <laughs> Tina can fix stuff. She fixed your fighter in a couple of hours. Yeah, she's not magic. I have my dice back, so this could take a while. She's like, I think I got it. I think I got it. Kaboom. All right. So now I need to bring up this one. But yeah, I would be kind of curious of just the amount of electrical damage. You know, how many of these people are still even alive? Yeah, you can see some of the uh, some of the weapon systems on this thing, Daniel. It's like, you know, you got here, here. Well, obviously here. Uh, and then you've got these that uh, fold uh, fold forward when the, uh, the the wings are down. Yeah, I remember some of those. Okay, this is the ship. It is drifting in space, and it is uh, unlikely to be going anywhere. I assume the escape pod's probably even disabled as well with the the amount of damage oh, you yeah. just did to it. All right. So, uh, first question: Where do we dock with this thing? You can. Doesn't, can we dock? doesn't have docking capabilities. I'm going to have to do free fall. What kind of shuttle is that? Okay. Where's the entrance? Land. Is, is there any entrance other than the ramp? The ramp is the only entrance. Well, design this thing. People that were not S expecting it to be uh, boarded? Sienna Systems. Okay. Uh, so then at this point, where does Luck want me to put him? Uh, well, I think the only way I can enter is through seven. So give me a pilot roll for Nim. So we'll just match up as close as we can. This is going to be interesting. Oh, crap. I thought my free fall was higher than 12. 
Well, apparently I needed the extra help. All right, well, uh, Luck, are you the only one going in? Uh, I can back you up if you can get the damn ramp down. At least probably... initially it looks like. Um, so I guess I got a free fall. Let's do this. I'm going to do Elf Rolls. Actually, uh, why don't I go with you? Because I can probably, I'm probably better for getting the ramp down. Okay. And, and then both of us have mag grapples, so we can jump out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've also got actual back suit and aerobatics. I, I have a body. I guess that should be astrobatics. Some armor. That guy's dead. That guy's not dead. All right. So apparently, one of the stormtroopers was zapped. <laughs> And the other barely made it, so he's probably kind of wonky, at least initially. Right, so I guess you need free fall tests or checks from uh, Luck and Nim? Yes. All right, so Luck's intention is to get close enough to use his... Uh, great job, Daniel. Uh, to yeah. use his mag grapple, but he succeeded by two. Uh, what is the result of failure here? The expense. I think you feel <laughs> nauseated. Oh, this is that. Um, yeah, God. Yeah, I don't need that. Uh, let's see. Roll against the higher of health or free fall. Okay, yeah, that would have been the same. Uh, when you enter, see space adaption. Uh, for the failure. Right. This isn't actually a maneuvering thing. Okay. Sorted. Right. Hate to waste on that. Okay, now we gotta get the door open. Alright, all since all its systems are, are knocked out, you're going to need a new power coupling, because power converter. Right. Uh, so I will assume a probably thought of that. Uh mechanic spaceship seems like a suitable role to manually open the, the hatch. Of course you're gonna do that. Um, You've got that, don't you? Well, yeah, but that's not... You well, know, I suppose you could also or... use pilot. Pilot or mechanic. Well, is that IQ-based or dex-based? It would be IQ-based, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I hope we're not in any hurry. Well, we probably want to move as quickly as possible. Yeah, uh, actually, well, we also want to I'm actually also, get in. I'm also sitting here now thinking, yeah, it's actually probably... I'm thinking of what would Luck have ended up doing here? Uh, he would have probably had to break out his, his uh, freaking uh, vibro weapon and cut through it or plant some explosives. Right. <laughs> How much extra time? So uh, if we treat this like a lockpick, that's a minute uh, base. Yep. I will assume you have as much time. So you can take as much time up to plus five, but you don't need to actually declare how much time you're taking. You'll just keep working well, on it till you either get it or you can't get it at all. I'm going to say I'm taking this slow because I don't have good expectation about this. So we're okay. Faith in you. Apparently it was easier than I expected. Um, all right. Well, you will eventually um, get that open and you can situate yourselves sort of where luck is but you guys are still going to be on the outside well once it goes open i'm going in you got so i'm at grid a... turned on is that intentional actually i'll i'll turn it off i am it's fine 
So Nem is going to stay outside until uh, until Luck calls him in, and he will be taking full cover to the side of the uh, the ramp. Okay. So Luck, there will Ooh, be a question. Uh, this is Star Wars. Can we hear? No, I don't think you can actually hear in Star Wars either. It depends. All right, so there is a stormtrooper that is there, um, ready and waiting. Uh, he will open fire at you. As surprising, no one. All right, so minus two for the range, plus the accuracy. Yeah, that's that's all hits. All right. Well, looks like I may have to burn a point to take a flesh wound. All right. So you will. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me think that through. Let me roll uh, the damage first. I'm only rolling it once. No, I'm also, I'm also, I have defensive luck, but it's an 11. Well, I'll just, I'll just end up burning the point to, uh. Burning a point? Yeah. That would have been your damage. And we had determined that if you're doing center mass, that 12 is the, the cutoff point. So that would have been some pretty solid damage. Yes. All right. So you burn a point, you take one damage. All right, so he is going to advance in and shoot. I'll assume minus two cover. Okay, so he's got minus two? Yes. Yes, we'll do. Show these guys. Damn it. I don't know why my brain is struggling. Okay, so... We will have to assume zero G, so your, your weapon skill is going to be capped by your... It people. actually is not because it's a beam weapon i did actually look that up it says uh, beam weapons are immune to that unless they are uh they have recoil of higher than one or two okay cool yeah i was like oh i didn't know that i've learned something new today okay so yeah i'm just gonna take the shots all right so two will hit all right wow that is some shite damage that doesn't even get through his armor you rolled shite damage twice. I know. Do you want to use your luck? I can't for that. It is defensive and uh, aspect of combat. Okay. So I could re-roll. I could force someone to re-roll an attack. I could re-roll a uh, dodge, uh, but I can't do the you know, that sort of thing. All right. He no longer has aim or anything like that, so he's just going to shoot at minus two. That's a fail. So, pew, 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 in t typical Stormtrooper fashion, blaster bolts fly all around you. But he still does have the, uh, the, the cover. He will still have the cover, yes. Meanwhile, I'm, like, doing a proper uh, Stormtrooper thing here and advancing in without any cover. You are in zero G, so um, I'm happy for you to use that to your advantage. So... You know, propel yeah, yourself forward and you just drift or whatever. Not really super. I mean, I've only got a free fall at 12, so he's not. And I, and I don't have that. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. The uh, the thingy uh, maneuver acrobatics thing. Astrobatics. Right. Astrobatics. Well, it's your roll or your turn. All right. Outstanding. That is a success by five. Uh, oh, actually, Nim goes. Captain Torso. Nim is. Before you is Nim yeah, doing anything? He's just holding. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Holy crap! Oh man! This guy wants Freaking you dead. Three. I know, right? He needs to stop that. Ah, oh, damn it! 
That's that's not defense. You can't make him re-roll that. Nope. This is this is Captain Phasma to be. Wait, yeah, but she was useless. She just got chucked over the ledge. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, he's gonna keep his cover and try again. Rolling on twelve. So that will succeed two hits. D night. Okay. You dodge, survive. Actually, that would have been three hits, but that's still a successful dodge of all three because the range is one less. Uh, then it goes to Nim. If Nim is doing anything and I'm Holding position. checking something really quickly, I am looking at the uh, close quarters. Oh, okay. So. If I'm looking at the close quarters uh, battle skill, if you have that maxed out, does it get rid of the the, the penalty for shooting on the move? I think you're still going to get the, the base minus two. Or bulk. Okay. Yeah. I think it just lowers the bulk penalty, not the... Right. Well, yeah, it, it'll, it can cancel it out. It can, it can cancel it out because when you shoot on the move, it is your bulk penalty. Or right. minus two. No, it is or minus two, whichever is greater. Yeah, and I have I have the skill maxed out. Right. Which so, means so you, that the minus two is going to be greater. So you shouldn't have any penalty. No, that you should have the minus two. Eh, eh, yeah, okay. Um that case he is going to be moving further uh down in, or in there. Uh effectively his uh his his penalties are gonna be the same. But he's basically trying to maneuver to where he does not have uh, the uh, the the guy doesn't have the, uh, the 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 cover. However, I'm still going to have the minus two for the shooting on the move, so I am just going to end up using the same thing. And I have success by one, potential two hits at gaps in the armor. All right, his luck has run out. Do yes, your damage. Unless okay. you roll shit like you did last time. Yes, but this is gaps in the armor, which now it's been sufficiently long that that I did that. I'm, I've got to remind myself how that works. I think you're divide by... You have the DR and then you divide by five. So that's going to suck a lot. That's 62 divided by so 12. Two. I stand corrected, by the way. Why? Did I, so did I get rid of it completely? You apply the minus two first. So 12 and then 19. So that means I wouldn't have had the minus two at all. That's true. So that would have been three hits, not two. So that's going to be another 12. All right. He doesn't outright die, um, but that's going to be, what's that, major wound? Uh, he shakes off the major wound. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Third one is a vital so it's, And Time it's only two. doubled. But it's still times two. So that's another death roll. Um, yeah, he's it's not he's not with us anymore. He's mortally wounded. Off you go. All right. So as soon as he falls, I'm going to be like sweeping around for additional targets. Okay. There is no further additional or there's no further targets here. You do see a stormtrooper on the ground, um, obviously knocked out from the uh, the torpedoes. Um. Luck is currently here by himself, uh, so his intolerance Imperials is going to probably kick in, and he's going to coup de grace the unconscious guy, make sure he's dead, and then signal, all right, uh, uh, initial boarding success. 
Okay. Keep in mind that um, the if you guys wanted to use their stormtrooper armor as a yeah. cover, that's why you you stick the uh, you stick the thing in the uh, the, the neck area. I suppose you could remove his armor and then just execute him. Well, hell, I'll just remove the helmet. There's a freaking open hatch to space right there. There are only two people here who are going to be wearing a, an Imperial uniform, and only one of them is probably going to pass as a stormtrooper. There is a further problem for them. While they might have atmosphere in their cockpit behind that door, as soon as you open that door... Yep. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have any um, any protection. Well, so once he uh, once he's like satisfied, like is satisfied that that that's there, he's going to move up here to this door and instruct Nim via the comms to board. Okay, I'm wondering if uh, we can repressurize the uh, well, chamber I, I was, here. I was thinking, yeah, you could totally do the exact opposite of what you did. Well, the thing is, the electronics are out. So we can't push a button and repressurize. We have to do it manually. Uh, so eight is the lower maintenance hatch. So you would have you'd have to do some climbing in there to repair shit. Well, I don't think we're in a particular hurry. But I, uh, why, we could also... but I sort of envisioned uh, Bosco or Tina or you know, one of them going, right, I'm going to put on my suit and like float over and capture our, our reclaim our, our shrieker. <laughs> Oh, well, I was going to say that uh, since we're, since the situation is more or less contained at this point, we could bring in somebody else. So if Tina wanted to come aboard and help out with the uh, repressurization. Does she have uh, a, uh, does she have a uh, vac suit though? I don't know why we would go on this mission without one. You have one so, planning point. So if you're willing to, if you want to burn that. Look at that. We got some vac suits. You have some vac suits. Old Republic vac suits. So you look, you would look really funny in one, and so would Daryl. Uh, so yeah, because we're gonna need mechanics on board to get the electronics back up and running because we had to fly this back. So we got work to do. Okay, so who's going on board? I'm assuming Tina will to start repairs. But do we have like a way to run a line from our ship to the shuttle? Yeah, we got not- the. We got mag grapples and and stuff, and we can we can rig a a safety line. No big deal. Okay, because Tina does not have free fall or any associated skill that would help her get over there. We'll just reel her in. No repairs. We don't have any structural repairs, so it's just emergency repairs. All right, so it'll take you half an hour to repair this with with no penalties. It's not that bad. If you want to do it in 10 minutes, you'll be at minus 3. If you want to do it in 3 minutes, you'll be at minus 9. What are we doing? Sorry, I had to step away briefly. Repairs. Right. And I'm going to assume that you will continue to disable their ability to jettison Uh their escape pod. Absolutely. Since you successfully rolled for it. Okay, so is it just a mechanic roll? Mechanic starship. Um, if you're taking 30 minutes to do this, um, or minus three, if you're going to do it in 10, actually, we'll just, wow. So and she rolls a five. She I got thought this. you said you got your dice back. So you succeed by eight. So that puts you in the 10 minute. So you will jump into your vac suit, um, float across via 
lines or mag grapples or whatever it is that you arrange jump you pull that bottom hatch as you're sort of floating across you will see two bodies of storm you know ex stormtroopers just floating outside um no they're still in here i'm going to yeah. like secure them to like the the, the seats cuz we may need the armor okay so um you'll come in and but you'll see the stormtroopers like, yeah um you'll begin to work it is uh, yeah no systems were destroyed or anything like that so they're only disabled oh, wait, no this is this is the tidarium unless unless they keep renaming them uh i was wondering i was like can, hmm, can we keep it you're not allowed to keep it it'll it'll break continuity so somehow the empire has to get this shuttle back well we could keep it for a while that's true we could like you know maybe uh, so you will succeed. You'll be able to get power back to the sections of the ship that you wish to power up. I assume you do that to all sections of the ship as as you want. You can repressurize the uh, cargo area. What is your plan? Uh, we're going to make sure that no one is uh, immediately... Um, a target, so we'll have two shooters on either side of the door with their weapons set to stun and we will open the door and presumably these ISB guys are going to have likely armed themselves and so they're going to uh, probably pop some shots. We're going to have comms in there, so maybe we should uh, convince them to stand down first. They're Imperial Security Bureau. They're like... They're still humans. Well, the effort can be made. How's that going to be? That's going to be uh, probably intimidation on my part because it's going to be uh, your two troopers are dead. You can surrender uh, and survive or not. And well, all right, for all your intimidation. Actually, I wonder if we can. Boom! Uh, By what the hell? I wonder if we can just suck the Atmo out of there. Well, I suppose you could. If they want to be difficult, you could turn off life support in there. Yeah, I think we may do that. Uh, you could probably be assuming doing that, they don't uh, uh, cooperate. Well, you could probably be doing that anyway, like you know, slowly dialing the oxygen yeah, content down while they're there, because inevitably, they're, some of them are going to argue. Damn. All right, so they are going to stand down um, and surrender. And that is not what Luck was expecting. All right. Well, you did succeed your intimidation by seven. Plus, He's you have also not expecting that. Plus, um, you know, threats uh, and venting atmosphere and all that sort of stuff. They don't really have much of an option, and living is a, a good thing. Now I have to. Now I have to figure out what the hell do we do with them afterwards. Uh... Well, the GM went to extra effort to make pictures for him, so we should space them. <laughs> And then we run into them again, and we're like, oh, it's a cloning program. It is. All ISB agents look like these two for some reason. That's not true. I watched well, Andor. Some of them look like the, you know, the, 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 the sexy, evil blonde chick. Yeah, that's in Andor, but we're pre-Andor. No. Duh. Actually, we're post-Andor. Right? Yeah, we're post-Andor. In this particular quadrant, they, they, they just look like this. I don't recall. Do you? If I mentioned, do you recognize who the um, who they're based off? I think you already pointed them out. Yeah, we were thinking it looked like Mal uh, and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, 
I was thinking Mulder and Scully investigators. Also, with the, yeah, with the hair, absolutely, it's Mulder and Scully. She's a lot shorter than he is. He has this tendency to believe, you know, outlandish crap. Like maybe it was the Force. Well, the images are based off Fillion um, and Johansson, but these two are Mulder and Scully. Damn it. I just remembered, I still need to get one of those Gungan energy shields for boarding actions. All right, so they will surrender. They will remove their sidearms and hand them to you. Um, grip first, and Mulder will say, what do you intend to do with us? That's going to depend on you. I don't think I need... I don't think I need to remind you of the seriousness of the crime you are committing right now. If we... well, no. These guys are going to recognize us. Does Bosco have any fun stuff that can make their memories go wonky? Oh, he's got lots of fun stuff. Well, <laughs> you, you don't necessarily need to kill them. You can take them prisoner and turn them over to the rebels. I'm sure the, um, Ooh, kill them. the resistance would love to interrogate them. That's absolutely what uh, I would probably end up wanting to do. I imagine that would be quite a valuable intelligence um, asset. If we're not, I, I hate to say it this way because I know I'm tempting fate here, but if we're not expecting them to go back to the Empire at some point, then we could go ahead and just tell them exactly what we're doing. You have codes we want. Before we give you anything, we want some assurances that we're, we will not simply be executed and dumped into space. You're under a misapprehension that you're in charge here. We can do this the easy way or the imperial way. Your choice. Then, at this point... So, you're giving us no assurances? I guess it's not in our interest to help you at all. I am looking at my stuffs here. Does Luck have temper or anything like that? He does not. But he's also, he does have intolerant imps. Well, we do have other people here who do, do talking. Can Bosco like good cop? Luck doesn't necessarily need to take the lead on that. Oh, there is also in here two officers. There's a pilot and co-pilot. Yeah, the talkers could feel free to jump in and, you know, keep the, you know, prevent me from just going, you know what, and shooting one of the officers in the face. <laughs> um hey buddy come on don't listen you know my friend here he's under a lot of stress why don't you just help us out we're not your buddy we'll be just fine well that may be true but you know we really do want what's best for all of us here can i try like diplomacy sure what's your this angle though be appropriate give and take is, is you don't die and you give us info wouldn't that be more intimidation if you're threatening I'm not Life. threatening. I'm using diplomacy. Yeah, it's they wanted assurances that they're not going to die. So give assurances, get info. All right, you can make a uh, a roll on your diplomacy. Okay, let me figure out how to do this again. You can either single click the dice, or you can double click your skill level on your skills. So it's just occurred to me. Am I the only one that's actually uh, used um, flesh wounds in this? You're the only one that's getting shot. Yeah, I think yeah, you are. Man, it's my team. I think Darrell. Somebody else said it. Darrell used it. Ah, there's my team. It's me and Darrell. 
Everybody else slacking off in the back. Pioneers take the blasters. Tina's like, I just fix things. All right, I think I figured it out. All right, so what is your angle? You're going to, your angle is like, if you give us information, you'll live. Um, that, that's what you're you trying to but I, offer them. But, but my angle is diplomacy. So I'm not threatening them. I'm not trying to intimidate. I'm just trying to be nice. Hey, come on, guys, help us out. Well, diplomacy is negotiating a, a yep. situation. So they're, they're saying, you know, we're willing to be a little bit cooperative if you assure us that we're not going to just simply be killed. You have well, my word that I will not kill you. We're not that silly. You may not. Um, but what about the rest of your um, cohort here? Luck is that guy. <laughs> Nobody here will kill you. Roscoe really believes that. Is that a lie? Or are you being genuinely no. truthful? You could probably even go so far as to say that you will be, you will be taken to the planet, although they won't necessarily be released. All right, so you will have a good reaction with them. You just uh, rolled openly again. That's okay. You either know or don't know whether they're going to operate. So they will at least talk. Um, you still need to do interrogation roles if you intend to get information from them that they're not willing to hand over and things like codes and stuff is the sort of thing they're not willing to hand over but they're at least cooperating to a degree that's not cooperating they will answer questions but they won't necessarily give you specific they won't give you codes that is an interrogation role so instead of the um you know isb investigator number four five two one um they will talk and they'll be forthcoming with general information you are i think it's your minus five on stuff that goes against their um you know, ideals and, and such so their loyalty is very good or excellent yes however uh do we get the plus three severe threats bonus because uh, they can clearly tell that uh Luck has no problem shooting them. Yes, you will get that bonus. Right. Who actually has uh, the interrogation skill? Is that not Bosco? I think Bosco has it, yes. I have it at level, um, you know. I got it at level 10. Just 10? Did you? You got it on did default. You not put any puts in it? Points in it? No, he's he didn't put points in it because he's not really that kind of a guy. <laughs> but I think he's turning into that kind of a guy. All right, so you're still rolling on default. Great, that's going to be an intimidation minus three. That's going to be a fail by one. Oh, right, that's a quick contest. And you're asking for codes, right? I'm asking for an easy question. What's an easy question first? Well, I think the better question here is, what do we need to know? So we need access codes so we can actually fly in. We probably need to know who they were reporting to because we're going to have to impersonate them effectively. I guess we need to know whether or not we can impersonate them or whether we're going to have to come up with a different plan. Do you want to write down these questions? Because each each question is a, a role. I'm just brainstorming. Still might be a good idea to write the questions down, though, because you're going to get to number six and we're going to go, wait, what was number one again? The codes, 
mission or what you could uh, combine the other two that i mentioned into one really and that is uh what do we need to know to impersonate you identity so starting with identity might be the the thing so it's like okay you know we're all friendly here what's your name what's your rank what's your security level i suppose protocols uh, as far as picking up the prisoner um kind of falls into the same bandwidth there but that sort of stuff they'll they'll freely give due to your diplomacy so you know your protocols their names um and such codes is definitely something that you're going to have to interrogate they will tell you that they're en route to a fantine to pick up a resistance prisoner um and that prisoner is to be delivered to moth Anaka. Can we think of anything else we need to know? Not off the top of my head, I can't. I'm certain there's something that I'm that's like super obvious, and my brain just isn't uh, clicking on it. Is there anything that Tina could get, like from the ship's computers, that would supplement the information that we get from them? You can get their personnel file, maybe, and their records, psychiatric evaluation, all that stuff. That's not. No, gonna that's not going to be in the shuttle. Uh, now you could check the flight logs and see where they came from in case a question comes up in that regard. So we get there, we're flying in, their challenges, we give them the code, they let us in. We land where they're supposed to. We go in and talk to somebody, say we're here to pick up the prisoner. They bring prisoner the prisoner, from we take him back. Now where did I just make an assumption? making an assumption they're bringing the prisoner to us. Yeah, you know, you're just saying that. Uh, and then I remembered you had, uh, you had asked the question elsewhere. It's like, what would Andor do? That's when Andor would have struck. You know, the, the, the shuttle, he would have let the shuttle land. Mm -hmm. These guys would have come out there. They would have uh, you know, exchanged some stuff. And then some guys would have walked the prisoner out toward him and he would have sniped the prisoner. <laughs> yeah, well, if something goes bad, we're going to have to be ready to do that. Yeah, that would have actually dealt with your prisoner issue. But at the same time, uh, uh, I don't think any of us are callous uh, enough to necessarily do that. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. Luck is probably the person who would be the hardest, uh, you know, who'd be most likely to do something like that. But even then, he's like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't like that. Well, yeah, his backstory is he decided not to assassinate somebody. Yep. Okay. Well, it sounds like all the basic points of the plan here is covered so except uh, you don't have codes yet the codes um actually no you might have so what what was the final um bonus penalty on the interrogation role after you factor everything in minus five for their loyalty plus three with severe threats so that's minus two okay so they have resisted that particular uh, we line of question time spent on that too um so half you've got potentially half an hour true uh for a lengthy interrogation over two hours that's a plus two and can i use some uh some drugs you can also yeah. use drugs Although if you have you drugs be, uh, you may not be willing to participate in that well um i don't know for administering he, the drugs he's super awesome with this stuff he's turned it into a spray it's uh, called credit line. They become trusting and talkative. They must roll yeah, health minus three. If, uh, if it's a 
dart gun of some kind, you can just shoot them and they'll only momentarily momentarily be bothered about it. Okay. Do I need to roll for shooting? Um, well, I'm going to assume, yeah, they are your prisoners. They can resist as much as they like, but eventually yeah, you're going to... Yeah, going to secure them too. Yeah, you could just stun them and then inject them, so... Um, That's true. Yeah, no need for rolls. I'll just assume if you're going to use the drugs, you can use the drugs. So what is it? Health minus what? Health minus three to resist, or they suffer a gullibility disadvantage to become trusting and talkative. Well, one of them is awesome. Um, and we can keep the prisoners separate for interrogations. All right, so one one resists the... Um... Wow. Can I make mm. them roll that using my luck? Reroll? Sure. <laughs> Damn you. Nice. You're like, oh, you rolled a three? Roll the kid. So you're Twice. using your luck? All right. So. You still pretty good. No, the 11 will be a fail because it's minus three, right? Health minus three. Oh, yeah, minus three. Well, wait, they're fit. So they succeed. I'm going to, like, up the dose next time. Well, that's just one of them, right? Yeah, the other one failed. Man, Wikipedia is not giving me the information I want on this Lambda. Well, we only need one of them to give us the code. Let's because let's see. Wikipedia isn't telling me what is in number 15, which is a weapons slash storage locker. I assume it would be any weapons that are put um, mission-dependent stuff. So generally it would be empty unless there's you know, a mission. That requires yeah, arms. I was just, I was just hoping they'd had a. Uh, this is the default. This is what is generally in in these. Uh, I'm going to roll a d6. Odds, it's the guy. Evens, it's the girl. So, it is the girl um, that has been drugged. The guy has resisted. He thinks you're pretty, Bosco. What is this with you? Uh, you know, picking. Oh wait, this is like a date rape. That's terrible. You're a me. You're a naughty person. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. So gullible. What's it? Uh, what's its um, things for interrogation purposes? You believe everything you hear. You swallow even the most ridiculous story if it's told with conviction. Uh, okay, Bosco, give me a fast. Yeah. Give me a fast talk roll. Do I get to add my charisma? Sure. Moff Banaka told us that we're taking over for you, so you have to give us your codes so we can go pick up the prisoner. And your uniforms. Uh, I guess Tina has to st stand in for her, doesn't she? Well, they've got sort of the same hair color. Not quite, but sort of. All right. He, he totally buys your story. She. Oh, sorry. She totally buys your story. Um, so you will, she will give you the codes. They are one, two, three. Three, four. Wow, that's the same as my luggage. So are these codes, I just asked her, are these good for, a, like, how long are they good for? How often do they change them? I think codes are changed um, daily. Can can we do, or somebody but do, like, a It could be an older ritual? code, but it checks out. Like, can we, like, tell and see if they're lying, like, this is a legit code, or if they're being... Or are they trolling? You can roll detect lies, but you have to roll that in the box. I do not have detect lies. 
Of course, uh, Tina will know that she's been drugged or that they've both been drugged and that one of them looks like they're susceptible and the other one doesn't. As far as you can tell, they're not being deceitful. But they are intelligence agents. I wonder if there's a kill, uh, not kill, a skill for like counter, um, like counterintelligence. Uh, you know. Instead of will. Well, I mean, I, I think you can use an interrogation uh, as a counter. I'm not sure about that, though. It would make sense. That would be typical of GURPS. Well, Same way, I, I would expect that you could use detect lies as a counter to detect lies. Yeah, um, I may look it up later. But at this point, you have codes. You have, uh, they've given you the information that you have been sent from Panaka, uh, Omof Panaka, to pick up the prisoner and return him to the moth for further interrogation since um, your efforts so far have been, uh, or the efforts of the people on Fantine have been ineffective. So at this point, we need to secure those two. We need to swap uniforms for the people that need to swap uniforms. And we need to get there. And a couple of us need to get back. So we need to do the thing with the uh, the other ships. So I think at this point, Nim and Daryl will probably be the ones to fly back uh, in the fighter, and we'll leave the Shrieker here. Are you going to shoot it I, up? I still think we should probably shoot it up, but uh, I'm not super stuck on that either. What's her name needed? Uh, needed a plausible. Uh, explanation and them having had a fight out here would uh, would be more plausible than just uh, getting jumped. But then again, they did just get jumped. All right. So uh, explain your plan. Right. So we got the, the the codes and all. Sorry, I had to step yeah. away to go get my food. So Nim and Daryl get on the Ark. Tina, Luck, Bosco stay aboard the shuttle. Right. Bosco and Tina dress up like the ISB agents. Luck dresses up like a stormtrooper. Yep. Well, his armor mostly looks like a stormtrooper. I just swapped out the helmet. We're going to park the Shrieker and shoot it up a little bit, just enough to get some blaster scoring on it, not necessarily destroy it. It already has uh, blaster scoring on it. Yeah, some fresher ones. And then the shuttle will go do the mission. What are we going to do with the Arc Fighter? Are we just going to fly back and hope it goes well? I guess there's not a whole lot else we can do. No, loiter. In case we go, crap, 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 crap. Yeah, you can yeah, like okay. do a strafing run. So Fair enough. With these people, what I'm thinking is, uh, based off of the fact this is, a, uh, this is an ISB thing, first, we're going to stun them all. Uh, in fact, he may just, after we're done, just stun any of them that aren't stunned. Uh, I am also presuming that since this is a ISB uh, thing, that they have like prisoner jumpsuits in this place. So we're going to strip the uh, the ISB people, the two ah, officers, okay. uh, the and such like that, and put them in the the, the jumpsuits. Make sure they're like manacled and uh, in some some way that they can't be, uh, uh, you know, where, where they've. How did they do it in Andor? I'm trying to remember. When he was being when they were on the shuttle over, 
Yeah. Yeah. He was being transported over. No, they. Oh, I think they had their feet manacled. Well, feet and hands definitely, but uh, heck, that 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 may be built into uh, this Presumably. this particular shuttle. Uh, but uh, we need something, some reason why they can't talk as well, uh, in case somebody does dis- decide to start poking around. Um, uh, so if nothing else, keep them unconscious. I'm not okay, sure. Just keep them sedated and say that they were being being unruly yeah i'm not entirely sure about oh man i almost want to have uh uh drill and nim on this as well but like on the cockpit with the uh the the viewport like polarized because we don't necessarily want to leave the shuttle unoccupied when we're not here also, we probably need to have Bosco reach out to our contact guy, the rebel guy. That is true. Um, what do you want to contact him about? Uh, he's going hey, to have, be we, ready to receive. We have two. We have uh, potentially four ISB agents. Would you like them? Also, a Lambda class shuttle. Although you can't keep that. You're going to have to let the Empire recover it at some point. Understood. I know. Uh, I know the... Uh... Bosco the dangers of messing with the timeline. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, so um, you want to you want to hand over the ISB agents, and well, eventually, I don't know if he can necessarily meet us right away, because if he can, and if he has a couple of dudes who can like you know stand in as stormtroopers as well, then we could theoretically uh, let uh, our uh, oh, Nosh and uh, Giger do them uh, in case everything goes to crap. The Nosh and... Um, yeah. Yeah, Nosh and Giga can be the prisoners. No, the... Uh, he's saying if we we contact Kalen first, hand off the ISB guys, and some of Kalen's guys can come in here and back us up when we go pick up What's-His-Nuts. I mean, honestly, all they have to do is stand, uh, stand outside the... Uh, yeah, pretty much. To the shuttle at the, on either side of the ramp. All right. Too easy. Make a roll to see if um, Kalen's available. And if, yeah, it, if he is awa- available, it just so happens that Sam Rockwell will be one of the uh-huh. the dudes that comes along. Excellent. How long has it been since... Oh, he just used his luck, though, didn't he? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm running out of time. Let me use my luck. We have faith in you. I don't. Yeah, those are. You're fine. Your dice or not? No, you shouldn't say that to him. You should say that to Mel or uh, or Nosh. We like We just don't like your dice. Dice are okay. So I'm going for Kalen Bree. Okay. He's a he's a nine or less. He's not very. Yeah. Yeah, it's fifty fifty shot. Look at that. All right. Well, he's able to be contacted. What do you request? That's that's his skill. Um, so you want to hand over the? Well, no, you don't want to hand over the ISB dudes. You want to uh, just get some standing. Um, well, we did standards. So you don't want to? Are you handing over this? If you get some standings, are you going to hand over the ISB guys at the same time, or do you want to hold them onto well. them for longer? Yeah, might as well because I was I, I was only thinking the about uh, exactly. Uh, I was only thinking about having them sedated and in the back back there uh operating on the presumption that we were going directly to fantine and 
doing the thing immediately. But yeah, yeah if we're going to if we're going to link up to him uh, really quickly, we'd have another yeah. problem if they're there if somebody recognized them. Exactly. Although nobody should come up into the ship. All right. Um, he will give you a rendezvous point, and he's he decided to be part of this plan. He will um, say two ISB agents is quite a haul, and two officers who might also know some stuff. Well, um, we'll even throw that... in the we'll even throw in the shuttle after we're done with it. He'll give you a, a rendezvous point. Um, long story short, you will meet up. And they have you requested two people, two extras. Who are six foot tall and can wear and, stormtrooper armor. And fit an uh, Imperial uniform. So you'll get two NPCs. One of them looks like um, Sam Rockwell. He seems familiar for some reason. I can't put my finger on it. Are uh, either of which, them wearing a red shirt? What do you mean should I use? use that one? Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a red undershirt under his... Uh... Stormtrooper body glove. His name. <laughs> what, what's his name? We can't use Rad Skirter. Red Shirt. Uh, I have to think about that. Because you have to Star Wars it up. All right. It's probably Guy, though. Yeah, it'll be Guy. Did we? So the the ISD agents we have, are we not giving them over? Because Vasco's like, yeah, that. he doesn't really want to. We're going to give them okay. over to him. We don't really want to like watch over them. Like, we don't have resources. Absolutely. For that, so yeah. Maybe sit. Why are these yeah, guys yeah. wearing brown and black anyway? They're ISB. They should be in all white. Don't look too deeply into it. They changed. They changed from all white to the brown and black uniform after Andor. But then they're going to change back before New Hope because yeah. you actually well, see this ISB is... agents on the Death Star. It's Casual it's like Friday. Camo. It's Casual Friday. To uh. It, they watched Deadpool. They planned ahead. They wore their brown pants. <laughs> All right. So you will, you will have um, two guys that will fill in for you. You'll hand over the ISB agents. Um, and I guess, is there anything else that you want from Kalen since you've managed to get hold of him? Um, uh, let's see. I don't know. Uh, Maybe find out any information he has on the investigator chick, but obviously it's not something we need to super worry about uh, immediately. Okay. That will be information that he will have to return to you with. And maybe uh, maybe suggest that uh, the, the Panaka needs to be uh, removed. Apparently he's got people on that job. I wonder if he can upgrade our, our shuttle... What are you talking about? We're going to give this shuttle thing uh, to him afterwards. Oh, are we, are we keeping the Shrieker? Sorry, I, I missed uh, I could confuse that part. No, we left the Shrieker behind. We now, might come back and get it later. My, my thinking like, was we yeah. hand that over to uh, what's-her-name as evidence, but uh, if she oh, ends up yeah. not needing that, then, uh, then we could go back and pick it up. I see. Right. I need to change my helmet. Put the important stuff in this crappy Stormtrooper helmet. No, I think that's a good idea about the Shrieker. I'm telling you, it's just damn pirates. But uh, the shuttle, if we do give it to Kalen, I mean, you know, tit for tat. So we'll give him the shuttle, but hey, give us something else. Yeah. Now, like, Kalen, Kalen's like, uh, hey, uh, since we're done with this mission now, 
You know, we have a thing where we could really use this shuttle. Absolutely. And what we don't know is that goes really badly and everybody on it dies, but the Empire gets their shuttle back. Or he trades it to a uh, some uh, logistics guy for some weapons or something. So it ends up back in the Empire. Uh, What's guy, guys? Red Jumper, that's his name. Red Jumper? Dumb. Yeah, they have it in there. Fortunately, now that we have two stand-in guys, that means we're going to have to get into a fight where they die. But of course, you can't, you can't kill a red jumper. Right, so it'll be the other guy who'll die. Other guy who dies. All right. Yeah, if you had to cast a second red shirt, who would you use? All right, guy red jumper's done. Let me just import him. <laughs> oh, damn it, I got it. Sean Bean. Mm, yeah, okay. There you go. Next. And you said I couldn't use Sam Rockwell. I didn't say you couldn't. I was wondering where he was. It's not actually a bad likeness, that one. It's not the worst one we've uh, we've seen. All right, then. Okay. So we got our backup. So you've got your two extras, um, Nim and Daryl. Are you going to be posing as prisoners? Well, uh, sure. Daryl will pose as a prisoner. Unless we need me to pose as a prisoner. I don't know why. Just so you're there. I, I guess. Because you know there's going to be a shootout on the um, on the tarmac. Although, uh, Nim is not going to like it all that much. Uh, you gotta be kidding me. I don't know. I was you sort are of not thinking putting of, me in that. I was sort of thinking of having them in the, uh, the ARC-170 sort of loitering and when the inevitable shootout happens, they do like a, yeah. a flyby but then, then they might have to um, contend with some TIE fighters unless they Good shoot times. and bug out. Oh, we definitely shoot and bug out. We haven't seen enough TIE fighters, so I, I love this idea. Well, you're not the one that's going to be in the fighter. You're not going to be the one running the combat. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's probably going to be a good place to leave it because I assume, unless there's anything else that you want to do, um, I assume that we'll pick it up where you begin to pull off your ruse. Right, so well, Bosco's going to have to pull his hair back and make it look professional, and so will Tina. Um, disguise roles will work for that. Yeah. We disguise, have disguise and acting. I think, yeah, uh, I don't have either of those. I think if we don't have a kid in the group, a Bosco, probably, Bosco probably is the guy to need one. Uh, so Bosco has disguise skill at default. Yeah, luckily, uh, a nine. And luckily for mm -hmm. luck, it seems like all the stormtroopers have that same modulator. So when he speaks, he's just going to sound like a regular stormtrooper instead of a clone. And Tina has acting, but the only art C type skill she has is like tattoo art, <laughs> body art, that kind of thing. Well, she can get help with that, I presume. And I guess you can take extra time on the disguise. Does anybody have a disguise kit? Yeah, I was just talking about that. Um, and it won't be so bad if we're not trying to impersonate a, a specific individual. Well, you will have your Imperial IDs. So I guess you're going to have to do a hacking roll to hack your, your IDs. That she can do. Yep, she can do that and take her time as well to... Make sure it's done right and proper. Okay. I suppose you could do hacking and forgery. 
Alright, so to take your time, you would get up to a plus five, so that could be up to a plus three success. Mm -hmm. She does not have forgery, though. Can I do forgery as a complementary skill for her? It sounds or... like he does. Sure. Giving you lots of opportunity to spend points on updating skills. Ouch. All right, ah. so you can take extra time too, up to plus five, so that would be a plus three. We'll get there. So I will assume that your uh, your IDs will pass a you know, standard sort of scan, but anything um, more thorough will will fail. If it's more thorough, then we're probably about to start shooting anyway. Well, you can almost guarantee a shootout on the way out. Because that's how Star Wars works. Mm, yeah, if uh, if we're gonna break here and uh, carry over to next time, then Nim and Daryl should probably be on the sh on the shuttle. Okay, uh, you guys can. If nothing else, you guys could be like you know in the cockpit with the yeah. uh, the, the the viewport uh, polarized and the door shut. So if well, nothing else, we could also. We could also be in the back dressed as prisoners and just not be entirely secured, assuming we have to jump up and help. Well, I was thinking it's like if you're in the uh, the cockpit and we come rush, rushing out, then you can go up. They need us to shoot uh -huh. to the people that are chasing them. Yeah, either way. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, any questions or anything we want to take care of before we wrap it up? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. No, we obviously either. need to consult or figure out the space combat a little better, but that's fine. How many times have we used it in, in this many years since it came out? I think if we did another round, it would have been a lot faster. There's not, there's not that much to it. what I seem to recall uh, finding. But apparently you nuked this shuttle. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to see just how much damage that actually would have done. And again, then we don't have the, the shuttle stats. Yes, we do. We don't. Yeah, but are they accurate? Of course not. Lambda uh, clash. So... Uh, strength. It doesn't have... Uh, yeah, it, what's it doesn't DR? have 20 Five slash hit 20. points. So the shields are 20. Oh my DR is 5. Yes. Yeah, the first missile destroyed that thing. I mean, it didn't just you know mess it up. It destroyed it. So was it... Five times. That seems awfully low. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, that that's wise. definitely not the right hit points. Let me look at because I know right. the uh, I know in. It's based off the size modifier. No, maybe. And the size modifier is only plus five. Yeah, unless it's using a different scale. Yeah, because the size five is like twenty hit points. Sounds about right. That's twenty hit points. Um, D scale, so two hundred actual right, hit points. So base or starships two has the Alpha shuttlecraft, which yeah, that has twenty. That's because mm, it's based off size modifier. Uh, you can get more hit points five. for. There are modules that you can add to increase your yeah. uh, hit points. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's all kind of relative because the size five. You know, it's kind of assuming you're going to be fighting other size five-ish things, and that would be enough to last a few rounds, potentially. Yeah, then the next question is, for, where did you get the, the torpedo yeah. damage correct, 
or was that also some kind of scaling issue? What was the so what is it? It's a missile launcher twenty no wait. It's a twenty twenty centimeter missile. Okay, so the conventional damage for twenty is six D times five using the D damage. Uh, right. Are you sure? Starship Actually, no. 68. So 60 times 5 is going to average to 50 points. Well, that's the, the conventional warhead. Right. Which I guess if it's just doing conventional surge, then that could have... So 50... I mean, Actually, so no. 20, that's 30. That's still 10 points under. That's still negative 10. Yeah, it is 60, divide, um, 60 multiplied by 5. I messed up in my um, spaceship spreadsheet. Right, okay. So that's slightly... That means... That makes that, that, that does make a lot more sense. So it That was a 100 kiloton nuke. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> so I guess loophole said, hey, 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 they'll never notice the difference. And he was right. We didn't. Yeah, yeah you, so you expect... Able to use, like, dodgy and then point defense to blow missiles yeah, out of the air. And then let's say one of them hits. They had... uh, I don't think they could use point defense because the gunner actually shot at you. That is correct. To use point defense, you have to have not used the weapon for attack. I think you can because it's just... But maybe oh, it's on actually, a scale. No, there might be... There might actually be penalties if you're doing attacking and point defense at the same time. But anyway, so the damage was significantly less, but yeah, that would have still beaten their shields and beaten their DR. So this, yeah, the end result would have been the same. So yeah, 35, it would, it would 50 minus 25. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have completely, completely nuked it. wiped them out uh, the way the, the, the other one did. We would have hit like their forward hull section or their middle hull section. It'd have been apple. And then, and then we would have destroyed one of their systems potentially, which could have sucked. Could be like, oh crap, there goes the engine, there goes the other one. You're doing fine, Topper. Um, Moral of the story: Don't get hit by those. All right. Um. So, anything else? Um. Negative. No, not yet. I'm thinking. I can't think of anything. All right. Not a problem. Then I shall. Go to my outro. So, oh, everyone, it's two points. Uh, if you're watching this and you have any questions, corrections, suggestions, or general hecklings, feel free lots of corrections. to leave a comment here or find us on Discord. Please consider liking and subscribing to our YouTube and Twitch channels. Thank you for watching. Olympus out. Also, also shut, shut up. up. Shut up.